welcome to Business at Bedtime. Short readings, amazing books and inspired dreams. It's bedtime stories for grown-ups. Tonight's reading comes from one of my favourites. It's Alchemy, the surprising power of ideas that don't make sense. And I can highly recommend this one on audiobook too, as it's read by the author, the delectable Rory Sutherland. This reading comes from a section called The Opposite of a good idea can be a good idea. While in physics, the opposite of a good idea is generally a bad idea, in psychology, the opposite of a good idea can be a very good idea indeed. Both opposites often work. I was once asked to improve a two-page letter selling an insurance product. Paragraphs had generally been added, each of which seemed to improve the response to it. The number of sales had gradually increased. How could I improve the letter? I suggested that it be rewritten so that it contained no more than seven or eight lines of text. My reasoning? It was an inexpensive and sensible product being sold by a financial company with whom the customer already had a relationship. My argument was that this simple product could be explained and understood quickly. A short letter would convey that this was a no-brainer. The existing letter, which had grown to a disproportionate length, was in danger of creating confusion. If this product was as simple and sensible as it really seemed, why were they selling it so hard? We tested a two-paragraph letter. Fortunately, I was right. What had emerged was that there were two ways to sell this product, with a very long letter, which was reassuring because it was long, and with a very short letter, which was reassuring because it was very short. The two categories of retailer who have weathered the global economic instability best in recent years are those at the top end of the price spectrum and those at the bottom. Some of this is a result of widening wealth inequality, but at a glance at a demographic of shoppers shows that it's not quite that simple. For instance, the bargain department store TK Maxx has a customer base that perfectly matches the UK population. In fact, we derive pleasure from expensive treats and also finding bargains. By contrast, the mid-range retailer offers far less of an emotional hit. You don't get a dopamine rush from mid-market purchases. I was reminded of this idea recently when my wife and I were buying bed linen. After wandering round a department store for half an hour, I explained that there were only two sums of money I was prepared to spend in the store. Zero or a lot. Zero would be good, as we could keep our existing linen and spend the money on other things. A lot of money was also acceptable, as I could become excited by thread counts, tog ratings and exotic goose down. By contrast, spending something in between would have given me neither of these two emotional rewards. The success of the brilliant engineer alchemist James Dyson in selling vacuum cleaners seemed to arise from a similar mental disparity. Vacuum cleaners used to be a grudge buy that was only ever necessary when your old one had broken. Dyson added a degree of excitement to the transaction. Before he invented them, there was no public clamour for really expensive vacuum cleaners that look really cool. Any more than people before Starbucks were begging cafes to sell really expensive coffee. Thanks for listening. Good night. (laughs) 